And welcome back to another episode of the OK Gamers Podcast. This is Brian, here with Pat. Started moaning and groaning a little a little early. I I always moan and groan a little early. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Gross. You know me. <clears throat> okay, so uh, just me and you this week. Um, obviously with the uh, holiday, our friends are a bit busy. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, bunch of losers. So just me and the boy Pid, That's me. which is uh, which is fine. That's Brian. A little, a little, uh, a little bit more personal, just the two of us. You know, a little, uh, a little intimate, as they say. I can show you a little. Just trying to show you something. Trying to get intimate with you, Pat. Show you something that's intimate. Uh, okay, so for those that don't know, OK Gamers is a show where friends get together and talk about video games, uh, music, movies, pretty much anything that interests them. Um, you can find me at Twitter at Zinzerbrian. You can find Pat on Twitter at PC Mirth. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much the housekeeping. Also, if you guys want to talk to us more, you could uh, go to our Discord, OKGamers.com. should link you to an invite. If not, just reach out to any of us on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, that. Pat. What up, dog? Uh, what video games have you played in the past two weeks? Um, so I played and beat Jedi Fallen Order. Ah, and it was fucking awesome, dude. Like it was nice. just super good. Um, I played it on console and legitimately did not really have any of the issues that a lot of other people were having on console. From what I've gathered uh, since the game has been out for a couple weeks now, uh, I don't know if they've released any additional patches, but um, what I've read is that it, the game really struggles on the base consoles, Okay. Where, whereas a Xbox One X or a PS4 Pro uh, tend to be a little bit more favorable okay. in terms of performance. Obviously, PC being the best of the options, but... Yeah, I mean, the only real... The only real issue I had at all with the game, as far as like performance was, was the loads. The load times were rough. Mm. Um, that was the worst of it, really. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I thought the game was incredible. Uh, told just a just a cool Star Wars story. That was it. That was kind of it, really. Um, cool Star Wars story with some intriguing combat that I would not have anticipated coming from a Star Wars game, just because normally it's. Whether it's Battlefront, you're just kind of running around shooting dudes, or like Force Unleashed is just like super quick, just little like like lightsaber combat. Um, this game was way more like deliberate and uh, a little bit more weighty in its combat. Very Dark Souls esque, right? A little bit of Dark Souls in there. Um, a little bit of Dark Souls, a little bit of Sekiro. Uh, I guess kind of like a Metroidvania also, but yeah, it was a. Uh, there's a lot of different things all wrapped up into one. And uh, I think it came out overall. I think it was very, very ni- neat little package. An enjoyable experience. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good time. Definitely recommend it. Nice. Uh, I will 
play that this week and probably finish it because it's um it's not on the longer side. Yeah, it's not, it's not super long. Um, you could do some like extra side exploring and stuff. That's pretty okay. Um, but otherwise, you don't really like need to. There's nothing like you get like there are some uh like upgrades quote unquote you can get like off the beaten path in some areas Mm -hmm. um but mostly it's like cosmetic stuff for like cal or your lightsaber or bd1 okay so stuff that's you know will add to the experience but not really yeah it'll change the game change like aesthetically but i would uh just when you start pull up something just to uh help find the um to find extra charges for like your health boost, like your health canister thing. Okay. Some of them are like super obscure, and like I played through probably three quarters of that game with two, and ended it. By the time I realized that like I probably should have gotten more, I ended it with like eight. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's like somebody running through, you know, getting halfway through Dark Souls with only like, like three flasks. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> so when you could have like seven. Yeah. Look up something to help find those because some of them are a little rough cool yeah i'll definitely uh check out a guide to to find some some details onto you know where that stuff might be some of the optional stuff so yeah <clears throat> i um talked to my cousin obviously spent thanksgiving uh also for any of our listeners that uh celebrate thanksgiving i hope you guys enjoyed it yeah uh, man. Spend time with families um so uh, my cousin, who, you know, he doesn't really play a lot of games, but, you know, here and there, he uh, <coughs> asked me, like, oh, what's new you've been playing? Um, so he mentioned that he was playing Star Wars, and he was like, yeah, it's, it's like, so much harder than I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. And he referenced, like, he's like, last one I played was Force Awakens. He's like, this is so different. Yeah, Force Unleashed is literally just, like... Force Unleashed, sorry. Yeah, it's literally just, like, a hack and slash, like, fucking, like, no thought, just ripping dudes up with a lightsaber. Which is fine. Like, there's a place for that, I guess. Sure, of course. It's cool what they did with um with this game, though, and how, like you said, it, it just it wasn't you wouldn't anticipate it from a Star Wars game. Well, I like that it's it's like an extended it's like an extended universe. It, it's like canon. It's canon, which is awesome. Um, because I mean, when was the last time I wouldn't really count like Battlefront one or two? Um, I know Battlefront two had like a campaign, but I don't know how like how like like impactful that is at all uh Um, yeah i don't you're asking the wrong guy Uh, i mean not really sure how uh this is like the first like story that they've told that isn't like tied to one of the movies um in like this in this media like in like a video game form since probably like kodor um Mm. which is cool and uh, I don't know if they trash Kotor in like the the canon or not because I know they like purged a lot of that shit. <laughs> so that's also another good question. That's something Andrew would definitely know. Yeah, I'm not. He's, I'm not sure. I know like a lot of the books and comics were like kind of like. Isn't Clone Wars also canon? Clone Wars is canon, and so is Rebels. That's bizarre. Clone Wars. I is... I saw a graphic this week of some because like Clone Wars has like seven seasons or something. Yeah, it's a great show. Very good. I've, yeah, I've heard good things, but somebody put together, like, um, a list of, like, if you want to get caught up on all the major story beats, like, watch these two episodes from each season, 
you know, not like I saw a lot of people in the replies. It was like pretty mixed of people who were like, well, this sucks. Like you should just watch the whole show because it's great. And then the other half were like, man, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Like this is what I'm going to do like to save myself on all the time. I mean, so. honestly, like the there are a couple seasons that are like really long, um, but the episodes are only like 20 to 25 minutes. And yeah, I mean, but still seven seasons. It's a lot. It is, minutes, it is a lot. So. But uh, for sure. either way, it's still uh uh, it's a very good show. Yeah. It's, um, the game came out at a good time because the movie's out in three weeks. Yeah. Uh, they probably, so. I'm assuming that the reason the game came out and its performance was kind of rough in some areas was because they were probably getting pushed to push, like, to release it before the movie. Um, just to kind of keep that hype train rolling. I would guess. Yeah. I mean, makes sense to me. Um, I'm definitely assuming that, you know, there was some sort of, like, PR push for that. Yeah. You know, there's obviously no truth to these statements because it's just speculation. Yeah. But if you do, you know, from a marketing perspective, it makes a lot of sense, you know, to have the, the releases not coincide but be At relatively like close. close. Yeah. Yeah. But also... I mean, uh, there's just so much Star Wars content now. It's like, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's it's just so much more than I ever would have expected. It's crazy. It's cool. I like it a lot. Like, even, like, like this game and even, like, the Mandalorian, like, they they take place in periods of time that are, like, super interesting because they've never really been explored in, like, movie form or even show form. Like, the... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome that these things get to exist. Like, Fallen Order takes place, like, four years after Episode 3. So, like, after Order 66. So, like, there are points of time where like you're running around areas or like a downed like a downed cruise ship from like the republic with like dead clone troopers on it and stuff like which is like just cool to see and like you see like different like uh or you hear like different communications of like um like clone troopers like t taking orders or like you know just talking and like bullshit and like it's like they've never really explored that in video game form aside from like battlefront like the og battlefront games um even I guess battle the newer battlefronts do the same thing, but um, it's terrible that I don't even remember the newer battlefront story. I feel like it was it had it's just a cool set pieces and the game looked awesome, but just a forgettable mm -hmm. campaign, yeah. which is sad. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I just uh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I didn't even play two. I didn't even bother. Um, yeah, whatever. You and a lot of people. Yeah, which is a bummer. Yeah. What are you going to do? But it seems like they've righted their wrongs a little bit. Uh, Yeah, from what I've people, heard, they're not like, seem, quite as egregious yeah. as it was. Well, I mean, they wiped the slate on that game with, like, the microtransaction hell it was in. Yeah. And, like, they, you know, I don't know to what extent they've, you know, scrubbed it. But I know for, like, the longest time you couldn't buy anything. Like, they just took, every, like, all that shit out. Probably a smart play. I think it, yeah. You know, but like what I was saying with um, they righted their wrongs. I mean, mainly just the fact that this the new game got released and it's so wildly like, you know, reviewed it's so, so well. It's very rude. reviewed very well. It's wildly different from anything that Respawn as a studio has ever done, um, which I think is like the biggest testament to how good the game is. Just like you know, Respawn has never made a third person melee combat game. They've you know, dare I say, perfected the first-person shooter genre. Um, I'd say so. So 
you know them being able to like venture out into this kind of a game and like actually succeed at it i think it's pretty sick yeah i mean if you look at their like <clears throat> their releases over the course of the last like five years it's actually pretty amazing mm-hmm. you know like for all the shit ea gets respawn is like their saving grace yeah like i've said this a few times now and like i feel like respawn right now is the only studio under the ea umbrella that is like genuinely making good like quality stuff right now um so yeah i mean hopefully i don't know how they're like i don't know how they're doing it but they're like keeping themselves like kind of like out of like ea's fucking weird like clutches that they have on like a lot of these other studios and like forcing them to do shit and i don't know what they're doing to keep themselves out of that that situation but i hope they keep doing it yeah, I mean, there's there's more stuff that EA has published that you would be surprised by. I'm just, like, looking at this list of just, like, everything that's under their umbrella. And I'm curious if, like, because, like, I know Need for Speed Heat is a, a newer release that mm-hmm. people have been talking pretty fondly of. I'm curious, like, what the microtransaction situation is like in that game. Or if that's just, like, a straight, like, Need for Speed. Like, it's a sing- like just a, r- a cool racing game. Like, here you go. Mess with it, you know? like. Well, as far as I'm aware, there's I a bunch of, like... I haven't spent... I haven't spent any time. What on I've it, heard so. about that is that there are like a bunch of multiplayer stuff you can do. So there's got to. I'm assuming there's some kind of microtransaction involved in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all things considered, though, I think that they've gotten a little bit better in recent. You know. Well, I mean, in the in the last six months, I would hope so. Being that, you know, a lot of the releases they've had in the in recent memory have not been good. No. No. Definitely not. So, I mean, fucking Respawn, man. Hell of a year yeah. between Apex and Fallen Order. Yep. That's incredible. Good shit, man. And speaking of Respawn, next month's PlayStation Plus game is Titanfall 2. So, oh, sweet. Which is weird considering that came out so long ago. I feel like that probably would have been a Plus game already at some point. Because um, I'm like, I'm really curious to what the ecosystem's like for that multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a free title on PS Plus, that's first-person shooter single player. Yeah, just the story is, alone is worth it. Yeah, that's probably, I think, the majority of people that you will talk to that have played it will say that it's one of the best first-person shooter campaigns that, like, in existence. Yeah, it's great. Great campaign. Definitely. It holds up really well. I played just, like, the first couple of missions a while back on PC when I got it for, like, I think it was, like, five bucks or something mm-hmm. on Origin. So, it's you know, holds up really well, and it's just so good all around. So Yeah, dog. Um... So you finished Fallen Order. Uh, anything else? I know you've been playing a little bit more Death Stranding. Uh, yeah, I've been fucking around with Death Stranding some more. I didn't play it for close to a week because my work schedule, like towards the end of the last week, or this week, has been kind of fucking crazy. So I didn't really haven't really had the time to play. Um, but yeah, I uh, jumped back into it. I'm on Chapter 3 now, which I heard is like a nice big chunk it's a doozy. Of, uh, of time. So <laughs> It's a long one. I'm there now. Um. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't really have any complaints. Um, this game's weird. Nice. Game it's is weird. so weird. <laughs> uh, this blonde lady has offered me a bug to eat every single time she's seen me. Crypto bites and asked me if I wanted a snack every single time. Yeah, oh yeah. Take a little take a little snack. You want a snack? I'm like a little no. crunchy bug. No, I don't want to eat your weird floaty slug in bug. Any cutscene where where she eats those and they got that good crunch. Oh yeah. Ugh. I just think it's you know it's like, like you know it's like wet yeah. in there. You know like yeah, when the crunch is like yeah, it pops. bug guts it's hitting, kinda, hitting this. It's got a pop. Ugh. 
Yeah, every time every time she comes on screen, she goes, "Want a snack?" <laughs> like, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> why? Fragile. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a cool game. Weird game. Um. Oh, we the weirdest. <laughs> I fought a, I fought an inky whale, octopus thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Minor spoiler. Uh, but the first like big BT fight is awesome. Yeah, I thought it was so good. It's cool. Um, but yeah. there's, a, there's a hell of a lot more of that throughout the game. I don't have a whole so. ton, ton else to say about it. I'm not super far. I know uh, you just beat it today. Mm-hmm. I did My today. Man. That's all I did today was finish that fucking game. So how many hours total uh, were you? Uh, I was 53. Which is not as I bad think. as I thought. No, I'm so I'm like, I checked how long to beat after I finished it to see kind of where I was sitting. And I was exactly on the mark for main story and extras, gotcha. which really fell in line with how I felt when I was done with it. Like in terms of my like overall completion and what I did, mm-hmm. um, the completionist how long to beat is like 90 hours, I think. Yeah, I'm assuming um, it's getting like every single location up prep, to five yeah. stars and all that shit. Yep. So, and I've seen people out there, you know, on Twitter talking about, you know, if you know if that's your thing, it's you know. Some people tend to enjoy that, the type of aspect of it. Um, but for me personally, you know, if the amount of time I spent with it was perfect. Uh, overall, my experience with that game, it's uh, it's tough to sum up, to be completely honest, just because of how fucking bizarre it is. Um, and like, towards the end, the it's so Kojima-esque if you've played like Metal Gear Solid 4. Where like the last few chapters, it's just like so cutscene heavy, and the like gameplay is like kind of sprinkled in like you know sporadically, like you'll be watching what feels like two hours of cutscenes versus like a half an hour of gameplay, mm-hmm. which you know some people might like roll their eyes at that, but I mean there was just such a build up story wise and so much confusion like towards the end of that game, but they you know they really do spell it out ultimately for like what the fuck was going on so that was cool i didn't you know definitely there was some shit in there that's super confusing and just like up its own ass like sci-fi bullshit Mm. um but i i was super into it i I, you know thought that it was a really cool original story um to to kind of sum up the my thoughts on it i guess is it's by far the most unique game that's on the playstation platform and the fact that it exists is really cool word i mean there's just not there's not many other games like it (laughs) so yeah i mean it's it's for lack of a better word very ballsy of this man to make this long ass game that is its core gameplay mechanics are centered around some of the worst gameplay mechanics in a lot of games Uh, inventory management (laughs) fetch um, quests fetch quests (laughs) fucking like all this shit and like it works and it's not a it it's does. like a decent like it's good like it's not bad and sometimes it's so clunky <clears throat> and yeah. like it should i like you you should just get mad and like just be like oh this game's bad fuck this and turn it off and like there's people out there who did like uh dan reichert's the, the prime example he's somebody that loves all the metagear games if he felt like this was going to be a shit he played it fucking hated it like could not you know couldn't say it enough on that episode of giant bomb how much he disliked this game mm-hmm. and for those reasons just you know how it's just kind of at the very beginning is just like tough to play but as you kind of progress through it they really give you 
they, more and more that help. They do a good like the drip like, like of a, like, yeah, like a drip feed of like good of stuff that helps you upgrades out. Like, and shit. Yeah. Like I, I just spe- like just to kind of you know pile on this. Like I literally just went to a prepper who gave me like one of the one of the guys you deliver to who just gave me like a power exoskeleton which jumped my carrying capacity up like a hundred kilograms and I run faster. Mm-hmm. So like that alone, like aside from like, you know, stacking shit like three feet over my head and like just having to maintain my balance <laughs> like that, like that alone being able to carry so much and not get over encumbered is like a huge fucking bonus for me. Yeah. It's, it makes the game easier to play as you progress through it. It just has that sense of like progression it's weird. Like I, I understand why it will turn people off because of just how absurd it is. But if you stick with it, it gets better with time. And especially when the shackles kind of come off, uh, when it comes to like the combat, when it, uh, you know, cause there's like sequences in there that are kind of hidden that are just like straight up combat sequences mm-hmm. that like you don't, you don't expect. And when those come to you, they are so fucking cool. And like the way that the game progresses to those, you don't really see them coming. And when they're when they happen, it's like holy shit! And like you're just you're just like glued to the TV. That's mm-hmm. like it's it's awesome. The set pieces, the cinematics in that game are so good. Like I, Kojima's just he's really good at that shit. Plain and simple. Like there's just you know. Imagine th- if he still had his Fox engine and like what this fucking game would look like. I think it looks great, man. It does. Uh, it looks it, it w- even using what they're using, like it looks incredible. But like the Fox engine was so fucking like dynamic and looked so good, and like yeah, I can only imagine like what like if he just had full reign and was able to just fucking push it to like its utmost limit, like what this fucking game would look like. Yeah, when it's weird finishing Death Stranding, um, kind of had me itching to um fuck with Metal Gear Solid 5 on PC um, just because like the open world areas in Metal Gear Solid 5 are just so much fun mm-hmm. like jumping in to do certain missions and yeah. like you know that that game was great I, I it's super you know I understand that it wasn't it wasn't finished story wise um, you know but that, you know obviously you don't need to talk more about that because it's it's pretty old at this point but Death Stranding back on track that is man if if you watch like some gameplay and some trailers and it interests you at all, like I, I really have to like just ask, like, please try it. Like give would, it a fair shake. I would recommend <laughs> like, at least giving it a shot. Like, yeah, I can understand. It's not going to be for everybody, especially just because of how fucking bizarre it is. And there's points towards the end of that game. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what are we doing here? It's, <laughs> but, it's fairly, it's, it's weird. Cause it's like a fairly for as expansive of a game as it is. It's fairly like meticulous and like, um, like a slow burn, like just traveling from like point to point until you get like some of the better like traversal options, like you know just kind of hoofing it between points, oh, yeah. like and it's just slow. Like and there's a lot of times there. Oh yeah, where uh, they they give you vehicles like you know throughout like the 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 middle section of that game, mm-hmm. and they are awesome to use. But then there's definitely times where the game's like, nope. Yeah, we don't want you on a bike well, or a truck right now. Like, get, well, that was like one of my get on foot, boy. That was one of my big things. Like, lead, like headed into chapter three because, like, you know, they give you a bike in chapter two, and I was I was literally using that. Like, it was I was fucking working that thing like a horse, dude. Like, I was taking that from every <laughs> single fucking place, 
delivering. Like I would stack just shit, brute forcing your way I would, through yo, areas. I was, I was stacking shit like five feet over my head, like over encumbering yeah. myself, like lugging myself onto the bike, loading my bike up, like, and then driving from point to point and just delivering like a whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into chapter three, they send you like to get to the next like location. They send you like up a mountain through yep. like a fucking like just it's literally just rocks and oh, like yeah. the bike can't make that and it's filled nope. with bts which are like the main like enemy of the game that yep. you have to technically sneak through those areas so there like was... they're just like no you don't get oh, to have a bike here fucko like and then i oh. I destroyed mine anyway because i drove it off a cliff like an idiot but mm. you know it like there there are points where they're like no no, 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 nope. You're getting off, and you're gonna fucking deal with this shit. <laughs> oh yeah, there's um, there's a lot of points in the late game, uh, especially with like BT areas, and you're like, I got so much shit loaded onto this bike, and I really don't want to get off the bike. Yeah, <laughs> and you just like have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so it makes for some really fun gameplay moments, just being out in like the open world and mm-hmm. like knowing like and oh man, there was um. The minor spoiler here, but at some points in the game, they make you carry equipment that could potentially like kill you, oh, <laughs> like uh, maybe a bomb or something. Cool. And uh, there's some instances where like I'm being impatient and I'm like, I'm gonna take on two orders. I'm gonna carry this bomb and some other <laughs> stuff, and then like realizing like I have to scale a mountain, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> and like can't really damage the bomb too much otherwise it'll blow up yeah. so there was one point in that game where i fucking killed myself like five times just because i was trying <laughs> to get like two things done at once it's like yeah i could do i could do it all like i'm i'm the best nah <laughs> had to do one at a time boy, oh boy. which it, you know like i said it's so, it's so unique it, it just it like shit like that had, like at moments in that game, I was just laughing, just just it just letting you do stupid shit like that. So if you so. like if you die in a situation like that, do you void out or do you just die? You uh you get a um because you, it's like being that it's an order for Sam for certain oh, missions like, like that. You, to... you you failed to deliver, so yeah, you you just get a you get a restart screen. Um, but the game is pretty um like. In the sense of like you could die like the void outs and shit like that like you had a good experience with that yeah, while traveling out so to, for me. <laughs> to the wind farm where yeah. uh, BTs gotcha and you voided out so yeah uh, yeah that worked out real well wind farm's a real bitch to get to and they fill the area just, with fucking BTs just wait until you get to like the fucking mountains dude that shit like especially when it's snowing oh Boy. god. And it runs in the same engine from Horizon, and they have, like, fucking just some black witchcraft wizardry when it comes to snow in video games. <laughs> it's so good. It's got a good crunch. Oh, best crunch. And then there's, like, snowstorms, and, oh, like, boy. you're just packages out the ass, and you're in, like, Yay. a mountain just <laughs> lugging around, and it's like, uh, I, I might fall <laughs> off the side of this mountain. It's really snowy. <laughs> so it does, it does really cool things with the environments late in the game, too. Cool. Like some shit I wasn't expecting, so it's um, yeah. Overall, man, that my experience with that game, I you know, I, I certainly can recommend it, but I you know, with with a, with like a little tinge of hesitation for some people, because like I understand that it is uh, it's definitely not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you said, the core gameplay is just like this rinse and repeat of I have this stuff on my back and I gotta bring it all the way to over this over here, you know, yeah. and it's like. It's not just a straight shot. I have to go, you know, like yeah, have to like kind of up, like down, and around. Yeah. Work around here. Like sometimes, if you really want to do it, 
you could just make it a straight shot. You just got to bring yourself a backpack full of fucking ladders and ropes. <laughs> yeah. Just... Yeah. There is, you know, especially when the, you know, the terrain just gets like, you know, like you get, you deal with like, you know, cliff sides and shit like that. But when you're like up in the mountains, it's, it's way more unique in, yeah. in terms of like you, how you have to traverse that stuff. So it's, it's really cool. Um, and in very Kojima fashion, there's some really awesome boss fights like throughout that entire game. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to. I've always been a very big fan of like his like the, just boss fights that he's done in general, from leading from like Metal Gear One up to this. Yeah, man, the have all been <clears> great. The um, Psycho Mantis and placed it on Psycho Mantis, PS1. even like the fucking like the Ocelot iconic, fight. iconic. That's the only reason I bought. Uh, the mini PlayStation was because it had the, yeah because it had the OG Metal Gear on it and mm-hmm. I could just plug it like right into my monitor and it's so little and yeah. just bap, like ready to go. Um, yeah, it's it's also like when I finished this game like after the fact when I like was just like it was you know like sitting on it and thinking about it like he wrote the story with three people and like it's just it's fucking crazy just how wild the story is and like yeah a lot of it could could be very self serving bullshit up its own ass. You know, but ultimately, it, it's kind of incredible, in my opinion, just how bizarre it is and just how imaginative his brain is and mm-hmm. works, you know, like. Well, I mean, that's so. like, as, you know, as kind of like all over the place as like the Metal Gear series was as a whole, like, you, there was like a general understanding, like, about what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like this, granted, I obviously have not beaten it, and I'm not very far. Like right now, I have literally no fucking idea what's happening. <laughs> Next no, to, literally none. So uh, you like, don't really get like big picture stuff until the bitter end of that game. Yeah. Man. So like, <laughs> just I feel like Kojima Unleashed, which is this project here, yeah, is all well and good. Fine. He told like he told the story, whatever. I kind of wanted to see him get, like, just kind of reel in a little bit more and, like, just a little bit more yeah. of a concise idea on something. <laughs> like, like just, like, yeah. go after it. <laughs> I'm, like, you know, I'm really curious what's next for him. Like, I uh, want to see him, like, you know, he had Silent Hills in the works. I want to see him mm-hmm. go for, like, a horror game. Like, because imagine this fucking crazy, this crazy man that made this game doing a horror game. Like, uh, I mean, there are sequences of of this game that are definitely like horror influenced when it comes to like the BTs and stuff. But I, I mean, mean like, like a straight up. Like, oh yeah. Silent, like he yeah. was going to do fucking silent Hills, like a straight up fucking horror game. Like I'm with you on that. That would be really cool. So I'm, I'm curious, like I said, what his next project will be. Part of me like wants him to do like smaller scale stuff. I mean, like, not that I, like I'm totally fine with sitting down and playing 55 hours of a fucking obscure ass Death Stranding. Like, I'm all for it, but like PT, like people still talk about how good PT yeah, is. Awesome. You know, like it just like little projects like that. Like, you know, and well, I know that was... those are super probably you know that cost money and they're time consuming and stuff. But for a studio, but I mean, I don't know. I I, I definitely see why Death Stranding like you know hit the mark for others but missed it for some. And I feel like shit like the smaller projects and you know I, those ideas could be a more interesting well, take I mean, for him i wouldn't even call pt a smaller project because it was it was literally just like a playable test demo for silent hills yeah that's what that was so it was kind of like 
you know, I don't know. He he's with this game. He's made a lot of connections with a lot of people. Norman oh Reedus, man, this fucking actors out the ass in this movie. Mads Mikkelsen. I mean, game. Like, all these fucking people. So like, he's got a lot of fucking resources that he could pull from now if he ever wanted to do something, either even like large scale like this or something a little bit more concise. Like, just he has like I don't know. Like if he imagine having. Guillermo del Toro consult like Guillermo del Toro's got like a fucking crazy like brain when it comes to like just ideas ideas and and, like imagery fantasy like his like weird mind like the way his mind works with like just I I wouldn't even really go so far as say horror because I don't think he's ever really done like a straight up horror film I'm sure he has actually he did um he I know he did a lot of the Fuck! What is the name of that movie? It's with the kids. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh yeah, is so like that one? was all like the pra- like all the practical like horror imagery in those movies. Like it's him, him, right? So yeah. like imagine Kojima making a horror game with Guillermo del Toro consulting with him on like design, like character design or whatever. Like that kind of shit could be fucking crazy. And yeah, like, man, really I would cool. be all for it. I don't know. Hell yeah! Basically, uh, the moral of the story is that I want Kojima to make a horror game. Yeah, I could tell, I, and um, I would be with I'm with you on that one. I think that would be really cool. Um, so yeah, that I I could talk a lot about this game, and I definitely want to do. I don't know when Andrew's gonna finish it. Um, you've got quite a bit to go. Sure do. Um, but I would like to have like just the unleashed kind of talk about it, so that way I could like really give my thoughts on the end and what they do with certain characters and stuff like that, because a lot of it is really interesting. Yeah. And a lot to wrap your head around, so. Word. Um, but yeah, it's um, video games are cool. Plain and simple. Yeah, they're all right, I guess. Yeah. Uh, my only, and I said this to you, and this is like not a spoiler, so I could I could share this one. My biggest complaint with that game is the fact that at the end or within the last three chapters, they make you watch credits like twice, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. sucks. Terrible. Yeah, there's like a playing sequence where they're on. And you can't really avoid them. And then there's, like, an actual credit roll at another point in time. And then, like, right in the middle of that, they throw in, like, a little tease for, like, something, a little clip of something, something. And it's like, okay, like, I get you, you could have just let me skip this and threw it at the end. But <laughs> fine. Fucking Kojima, you ball bag. Um, yeah. Part of me, too, um, it, as cool as, like, some of the characters were, I, like... I don't ever want to see Norman Reedus's face again, because <laughs> uh, I stared at it for fucking fifty hours. Like, and he did a great job. Uh, like, I think all the actors they they really like brought their A game to this thing, you know. And like, you could watch like a behind the scenes stuff that they've released, um, you know, for a lot of like the mocap sequences and like you know to see how like the effort and like the shit they do. And it's all it's all really interesting and really cool. But you know, part of me always likes with video games that like I just it's like that unknown aspect you know of a character that you haven't seen you know because yeah. it's like you're just the, the, a familiar face sometimes in like a, a obscure world like that it's just a little like off-putting if that makes sense yeah no, i get it you know but um you know, nonetheless a uh, good job by all and you know it's just one of those weird like off things i guess but um yeah so death training everybody should check it out i think i think i think that's safe to say um I also played 
the about an hour of the Modern Warfare campaign. Yeah. Uh, that man is that that game. Uh, just right off the bat, is just intense. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. So, uh, I'll finish that this week and have thoughts on it. Um, can we do you like get into it and like get to like some of like the parts that I was talking about, like the the like the zero dark thirty type shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. yeah, I mean the the first two fucking missions are just like super tense and like you know very like heavy. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like you know uh, set pieces and you like know source happening. material, yeah. Um, but it's um, yeah. That's I. I mean, I haven't finished it. Um, it's it's very good. Looks great. Plays you know snappy ass first person shooter. So, assuming uh, that's probably on sale a lot of places for the holiday. So if you haven't picked up Modern Warfare yet, that's definitely one to check out. So. Word. Anything else, Pat? Unless you want to move on to some news. I have not played anything else, so I got nothing. Good. Keep playing Death Stranding because you got I, a lot. <laughs> that's going to be like my game going forward. Good. I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on uh, not only the rest of Chapter 3 because it is probably the longest one in the game, but also Chapter 4 because that really changes up the pace and introduces some, some new shit. So, <laughs> um, yeah, next week you'll probably get there, hopefully. So, uh, I didn't have a lot of news stories up. There's really just two, I think, that we could talk about for a little Major bit. Major things. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with the release of Google Stadia. <laughs> so, um, I think the most telling thing with Google Stadia is the fact that Andrew um, texted all three of us about a week, or not a week, about two days ago, and said, hey, I could give you guys uh, a, a free three-month trial subscription. Is anyone interested? And none of us answered him. <laughs> nope. I, nope. I think that's pretty <clears throat> telling. It is It is just not something that I am in the market for in any capacity. <laughs> nor, well, on top of that, I've been hearing nothing but garbage about it. So It's so weird, man. I like, like Part of me feels like they have to write the ship and fast before they just like... Very fast. And I I was very speculative to from the beginning, like... At no point did I think that they were actually going to fucking be able to deliver on all the stuff that they were fucking, like, spewing out of their mouths yeah. about, like, all this 4K streaming and, like, all this crazy nonsense. Because, like, w- like, YouTube can barely do fucking 4K streaming. Like, you have to, like, you have to physically, like, record and render the shit yourself to, in order to fucking to do it. Like, Netflix yeah. barely does fucking 4K streaming. You think that you're just going to be able to just suddenly on any device... Or, I mean, devices that are capable of it. Just, yeah, 4K stream this game. Like, easy peasy, no problem. We got, like, all these server banks that are just going to take care of it. Yeah. The no. Also, the thing, too, is Stadia, it, like, <coughs> you for you have to pay the pro fee for 4K and HDR yeah, which streaming. is, like, a subscription fee. Yeah, so, I mean, I think there's two fees to... No, it's the... there's You could buy a Stadia... And then it's like you could buy the games through the store, and then if you have the like the ten dollar a month subscription fee, then you have access to the four K and HDR, which the majority of the games, um, even if you have like excellent um, internet, which is like their highest bandwidth option, which most homes don't have that, no. um, which it's like okay, because I'm I'm like just assuming that's probably plenty of people out there 
who are like, yeah, I'll check this thing out. I'll buy it. And thinking like, oh, I could stream like 4K video, no problem. And they're paying for that pro subscription and their internet. They just don't have the bandwidth no. because I mean, a lot of places have caps and stuff. So. so you got that. You got the fact that like just the latency in general is bad. Their controller, which was supposed to be uh, like Bluetooth enabled, that you can hook up to anything and just use and play like on your phone on your computer on your fucking your chromecast like yeah. doesn't work that way and you have to plug it in like just bizarre it's just everything about this like i understand that it's kind of like a like a beta launch but like for the limited amount of like i don't even want to call it a console for the limited amount of these that they sent out they probably should have had their fucking ducks in a row before nope. they did this no because every every single person that i have heard talk about it i have not heard anybody be like yeah it's pretty cool like it works really good like you know it's pretty great like not a single fucking person <laughs> like every yeah uh, it's it's not great every outlet that i have seen cover this thing has done nothing well not, i'm not gonna say shit on it but it has not been positive i've seen way. you know i've definitely heard some positive takes on it for just the aspect of like oh yeah <clears throat> like when it works like in theory the, it's really cool the um, capabilities and like the the prospects that it leaves are it's great but like project what is it, x cloud or whatever microsoft yeah. thing mm-hmm. is pretty much the same service at the moment that's like a hundred times better and has like tons more fucking options as far as games are concerned so like it's something that, like, state, like, state, like, Google, like, put so much fucking bank into the Stadia and, like, getting this thing out there. Why they didn't delay it when the, like, the big th- games that were, like, you know, Doom was, like, one of the big things for it. Yeah. And that got delayed. So they just still were like, nah, we're going to release this thing on time without Doom, even though that's, like, kind of the flagship, like, one of the yeah, bigger I mean, titles like, for it. The, the, I think, honestly, that they were trying to get out in front of, like, when like get out in front of the ps5 and the xbox whatever the new xbox is gonna be called Called, yeah um like getting out ahead of that like those official announcements on those Mm -hmm. personally to try to like get their like kind of get their feet wet like hey like we're in the market (laughs) like yeah it's just weird decision choices from a business model perspective i think i forget i think it might have been giant bomb I think it was Jeff Gersman that actually like mentioned it. Like the guy that's like heading their, like, I don't know, I don't know if it's PR, but like pretty much the the project lead on this is the guy that fucked up the PS3 launch, and the guy that fucked up the Xbox One launch. Lovely. So like honestly, the the track record it, it tracks. <laughs> like <laughs> the launch on this is pretty disastrous at the moment. There's a trend there. So there is a definitely a trend wherever this dude goes. It's unfortunate. I like you said the tech aspect of it is really cool and like could lead into some interesting things, but Google has a tendency of like when something's unsuccessful, they just like <laughs> No thanks. Well, I'm, so, honestly I'm like I, I I like Google and I like their like I have like I have Yeah, man, a, a lot of like, I, Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of their products are great. Really good. So like I feel like with the proper guidance and somebody actually sitting down and like really fucking like looking into it and figuring the shit out like it could work. And if that is the case, that would be great because the yeah. actual like prospect of what they're trying to do is huge. Yeah, I mean, but like, also really things... like really revolutionary. Yeah, 
like one of the big things with the stadia obviously performance issues aside which it's going to be different for everybody because it's all based on connection you know yeah so you you know person a could play it in their home and be like oh this is awesome like i'm having a great time with this whereas person b is like this is awful it's laggy it's just not a good experience quality wise and that's just gonna turn person b off right just like right then and there like no, i'm not gonna fuck with this anymore and then like the other really weird like you know so that isn't there's not like solid footwork because it's not like when me and you take an xbox home Mm -hmm. like and you plug it in we're gonna have the same experience you know graphic wise you know because it's just everything's in the box you know like that's it's plug it in you're good to go you know obviously this this thing is so reliant on like your can like your specific internet connection and and that's not like you can handle their bandwidth that, and like, it's not just for the argument, like, all right, yeah, like, if me and you are both playing a multiplayer game and your connection's better than mine, you know, like, obviously, I'll have those issues and whatnot. But it's for everything. It's for mm-hmm. quality, yeah, latency, literally all uh, every, like, every aspect of playing the game. Video, is, video quality, the lag, like, the delay between you using the controller and what's happening on screen, the fucking, like, literally everything about it yeah. <clears throat> has to do with your internet connection. Like, at least with, like, an Xbox... The only thing that's affected by your internet connection is you going online. Uh-huh. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, this this fucking thing is entirely reliant on how good your internet connection is and how it's well it wild. communicates with their fucking servers. And if it doesn't, then you're f- <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah, forget it. If they're having <clears throat> server issues, then, I mean, there's th- then just throw the whole thing out the window because you won't be able to do a single fucking thing. So and Imagine people like, you know, Chris Brennan, friend of the show. Like, he... He travels for work, so like imagine he like dove into this thing and he decided to get the pro, and he was trying to use it to like play like you could you could plug a Chromecast Chromecast into a fucking hotel TV. Imagine trying to use hotel TV trying to use a fucking Stadia Pro. No, nah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't work. Like, the internet be at hotels is awful. Like, like the I, yeah, he would. He would, yeah, <clears throat> it's stupid. It's just like the thought, like is there. It's cool, interesting tech just the follow-through right now it just doesn't seem like it's a viable option i mean like there's i'm sure there's people out there who don't really play games a lot um they don't want the a cumbersome console or computer or anything like that it's like the idea of just like oh i have a chromecast and a little controller here and i could just turn on my tv and i'm fucking ready to go and i got great internet and i could you know i could play red dead redemption too um like if ever if everything's clicking if everything's working yeah that's awesome but at the same time it just seems like there's just so many variables to get yeah. that thing working for what it was intended to mm-hmm. be. You know, like the intention of like, yeah, you could 4K HDR streaming and it's the you know the whole fucking thing, and, and here you go. But uh, no, not the yeah. case. And also, uh, uh, them uh, blaming devs. I don't know. Did you hear that? <clears throat> no, I didn't actually. So a lot there's a lot there's a lot of backlash right now because the bigger titles on the platform, your Destiny 2s and your Red Dead Redemptions don't stream in 4k like mm. in like the, in the way that they are intended to it's a 1440 or even a 1080 upscale mm-hmm. and they stadia said hey we gave the devs all the tools to provide you know like the best product like so you know like they they pushed the they passed the buck basically is you know what they said like it's up to them to to have it you know like the image quality and resolution stuff resolved and then it just streams from our servers so there you go and they mentioned this on giant bomb and it was interesting because it was like all right so you have 
Destiny 2, which is its own it's its own thing now. It's just Bungie. They don't have a big backer right now. Like, how much time and, you know, equity are they going to invest, in, you know, in terms of like, all right, so we have all these people here working on the new season and maybe mm-hmm. future content and all that stuff, but then we have to slice out this group to work on making sure that the image quality <coughs> for the Stadia version is going to yeah. be. And like, yeah. oh, and let's look at the player base. We have... 100k concurrent players on pc and let's say 80 80k concurrent on ps4 let's look at stadia 10 10 000 like yeah uh, that's that's a uh, you know a 90 percent drop off and we're gonna worry about that user base like it's just not it's just really not worth the the time or the effort um it's just it was such a weird move by them to just be like yeah we um we gave the devs all the tools that they needed so we'll um like, well, yeah. <laughs> th- that should also say a lot about them too, because like them saying like, "Oh yeah, we gave them all the tools." Like, all right, so say even like say, I mean, obviously I don't know, but say Bungie actually really did take the time and put the assets they needed towards being able to stream 4K, like native 4K streaming through Stadia. Say they actually did that. If you gave them all the tools and it's still only like 1080 or 1440 upscaled, all it says to me is that they the tools you gave them weren't good enough and they couldn't get it there because of what you gave them. So I don't know. I just think it's just a fucking, the whole thing is a disaster. And, you know, I hope that it gets better. Cause like the, again, like the idea of like, you know, what they're trying to do is like really ambitious and like could be very cool. Um, but right now it's just not there. Did you yeah, also so hear that they're like running like super fucking hot? Like it's like yeah, it's taxing, burning. It's like burning out Chromecast. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> which is so shit. that's just the HDMI dongle. You know, like something yeah. you plug into the back of a TV. Like yeah. I've actually read, like it's just literally like it'll burn them out. Yeah, yeah. The the statement. Um, yeah, I pulled up an article from Eurogamer that says like Google responds to the owners like backlash of you know how the performance promises are like broken. And uh, Phil Harrison, you know, like the lead of the project, he mm-hmm. said, all games that launch support 4K, we designed Stadia to enable 4K60 with appropriate TV and bandwidth. We want all games to play 4K60, but sometimes for artistic reasons, a game is 4K30. Stadia always streams at 4K60 via 2K encode, which is just like, what? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, the fucking people at Digital Foundry, and we've talked about them a whole bunch on this podcast, they do amazing work with analyzing, like, you know, fidelity and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They pretty much said, like, it's incredible that Red Dead Redemption 2 even runs on this thing or it just works. Um, but that is, like, just straight up, like, a 1080p upscale. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's and it, like encodes at 1440, but, like, it's, it's really weird. Like, they do this really long... Um, like deep dive on like the specs behind it and it's like super interesting but also just like you know like the 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 statement there is is factual the broken promises you know like because there's like even that graphic that got kicked around it was like oh the fucking ps4 pro and xbox one x have this many fucking teraflops yeah and And it's like here's ours (laughs) it's like triple and it was like whoa oh wow it's not it's not (laughs) it's bizarre stadia if you're someone that's messing with it uh best of luck i guess i think yeah. i don't know yeah. also just weird it's like they how it's hey these are the games we have we only have like fucking 10 games to launch and half of these if you've 
you know, if you're someone that's involved in the video game ecosystem at all, you've played the fucking majority of these. Um, and if you're like a pro member, we're going to give you a couple games free next month. And here they are. And it's the first Tomb Raider and Farming Simulator. Yeah, Great. Those are exciting. But then at the same time, you're somebody who where Stadia could have launched and you might have bought fucking Tomb Raider for 10 bucks because yep. it's an old ass game and it's cheap. 10 bucks. Yep. But hey, no, nah, next month it's free. So well, that's like the other thing too is that like it's you have to for the pro you're paying a subscription to get Stadia Pro, so mm-hmm. you're paying a monthly subscription on top of you having to pay full price for the games that you're getting. Like it's if, not like yeah, because the bizarre. way they the way they like advertise or presented this fucking thing was that it was going to be like almost like a Netflix service for games with like a yeah. rotating li- library. But like they're just like nope. <laughs> like, like pay us whatever the fucking monthly fee is. You gotta pay us another sixty dollars to get a game though, too. <laughs> I think it's been Jason Schreier who is like from the very beginning when he saw the business model. Excuse me for Stadia, and he was like, "Okay, so yeah, it's this like very interesting tech. You're streaming the games, um, you know, from very like you know, the you just get a controller and whatever you could use it on on a browser, a phone, whatever it is." Like, great, that's really interesting, but you have to pay full price for the games? Like, why Why isn't it just $10 a month or $15 a month and you could fucking Destiny, Red Dead Redemption 2, all the Tomb Raiders, like, any of the shit that's on that library right now? Like, if that was the case, I feel like it would it would definitely probably be doing a little bit better because the barrier to entry is small. It's super is, high. It's super high, yeah. Bizarre. But, yeah, hey, weird. that's... Um, yeah, that's that's. I think that wraps up our thoughts on Stadia. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other big news for the past two weeks. Uh, there's a new Half-Life game coming out. Pat. Woo! It's finally happened. Valve is releasing another like legit video game. But not, it's not Half-Life Three. <laughs> no, it's a prequel to two. Uh, yeah. So uh, this week, Half-Life Alex was announced after a leak. Um, so, the the real kick in the yams here is that it's a full VR title. Yay. Everybody gets a new Half-Life, but you gotta have a headset, a VR Guess headset. Guess who doesn't care? Yeah, I, it's, I know you don't. That's I played 1 and 2, liked 1 and 2. Um, I'm not gonna go out of my way to get a fucking VR headset to play a prequel to 2. Um, yeah. It's... So, yeah. It, it's... Yeah. I just don't. After watching the trailer, it's it looks like more Half Life, and that is interesting to me. I really liked, the, um, you know, I think Half Life Two is is really an awesome game, incredible. I mean, like for the for its time, it like really like pushed boundaries forward and shit. So I guess the the concept here is like, all right, we're we're doing a full fledged VR game because like that's what we do at Valve. Like we're always kind of pushing the envelope, you know, and, and moving the needle, but. Ah, something about it, man. It's like, I, I mean, I'm not gonna go and buy a fucking a, a, a quest or an index nope. or a vibe. Like, nope. I no, I, it's not happening. <laughs> like, nope, 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 nope. I I think that Alex, uh, hopefully, it releases and reviews really well. And I mean, I already saw like a thing, an article got posted. I think today that um they are. Uh, sold out of because like steam makes their own headset called the the index 
mm-hmm. or valve i'm sorry makes their own headset called the index and like the that that's like entirely sold out right now after the announcement of um of half-life alex i mean so, that's cool sure i but, i guess <laughs> yeah I mean, they also they came out and said that it was going to work with like any current headset even like i think google sells like a ton of like you know yeah, um, I mean, like Microsoft got like their AR stuff. Like, they, from what I've heard, they're it's gonna work on any like full VR kit or AR kit, like th- from anywhere that you buy them, basically. Yeah, which is cool. Which is I cool. mean, that's great. I mean, they want to get it into you know as many people's hands as possible um, mm-hmm. because I think that they know that not a lot of people t- will have the nece- you know what's necessary to play it. Um, it's it's interesting for sure you know what they're doing and i hope that the game is good i i personally my preference is not to have to wear a vr headset for fucking 12 hours uh, but it's Same. also really cool that it's a full game it's not like this half-baked like you know here's like a two-hour just tech demo of this like of stuff we slap together and it's like half-life themed like okay like this looks like a full real ass game, which is awesome. It's exciting that they're doing that, but it just seeing that it's a twelve to fifteen hour game where I'm gonna be fucking strapped into VR for big yikes. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I don't know. Again, v- VR has never been like a thing that I was ever like super interested in. <clears throat> it's just not like it's just not my cup of tea personally. No, I mean um, I've I get talked about like it, it, yeah, and that's it's... fine, but it's cool it's definitely you know it's it's interesting way to play video games i think that there's some games in vr whether it's you know on pc or psvr there's definitely some titles that are like they're really good and worth your time and i think that half-life alex will be one of those titles but i just i can't sit here and say like it's, yeah it's you got not a, enough to yeah convince no someone like myself to go out and buy a headset and no like, I, I and like for you i don't think there would be any game that would get announced and released and be VR exclusive that you'd be like, okay, yeah, this is it. I this agree. is the one. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, it's a tough sell for sure. I um, I have a couple friends that have uh, VR headsets that are compatible with PC, so hopefully when the time comes I could just borrow somebody's headset and play this thing because I'm, I don't think I'm going to buy I mean, the quest that Andrew has is really cool because it's wireless. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, you know, he's brought it to people's houses and stuff. And we played, like, you know, like the, f- the Beat Saber and things like that, which are awesome. Those are really fun games. But they're also just fun in, like, these little slices of time where it's yeah. like, yeah, a half an hour of Beat Saber. That's awesome. And then you put mm-hmm. it away. And, like, not having – because, like, you know, the – the cable management and like it's just like the the two setup and stuff like that is always like a big downside to it so like the quest is certainly like an ideal setup for vr i think it's really amazing tech um because like you just take it right out of the box put the headset on you put the little fucking controller things in your hands and you're fucking good to go and you're playing you know the the pretty good pc titles like you know your beat sabers and stuff so I know with the Steam, it's not the Steam Link, it's the fucking the fucking the Oculus. Box. No, Oculus Quest Link. It's a Link cable. It's called. Oh, so you could plug the Quest into a computer, and it'll like upscale it, and you could play like the like more computer titles yeah, yeah, that like yeah. aren't because like the Quest is like super specific to like that store mm-hmm. and yeah. like that headset. Um, but then this like kind of opens up that library and stuff, and like kind of turns it into like a Vive, I think, um, yeah. like a pseudo one in in a sense. 
um uh, jeff gersman talked about it on last week's giant bomb and he said like yeah it's still like very much in beta form but like it fucking works like you can plug yeah, that yeah. thing in and it'll like run better and it just like runs shit from the pc which is really cool it's like that's definitely an option you know for people who are considering it like that might be the one of the better options because like you can play the new half-life game on your computer but then also just unplug that thing and then take it wherever you want and play you know like you know vr titles so yeah. um but at the same time that's four hundred dollars so it's weird I think Valve just needs to get their head out of their own ass and actually start making fucking games the, yeah it's they have like they have three f- I don't even want to call them franchises they have three series of games that are all very good that they have not fucking touched in f- years obviously it's, Half-Life that's changing with Half-Life Team yeah. Fortress they have not put out another since two Left for Dead they're all things that they could be fucking capitalizing on that they're not doing. And they it's would probably make a fuck ton of money off of it. Very that. strange what they're what they've done and what they're doing. It's super bizarre. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Hey, what do I know? Not a whole Nothing. Hell of a lot, Nothing, I guess. Brian. No. So that's um in terms of news, that's really all I cared to talk about this week. Yeah, so. I mean that wasn't like anything too huge. So yeah, it's uh, holidays, busy, so um, I certainly, you know, Stadia launch was interesting, and Half-Life Alex is definitely another thing that's very interesting, even albeit a kind of a bummer. <laughs> it's like, I'd like that to just be like, let me just play that thing, sit down at my computer and play the, the fucking 12 to 15-hour first-person shooter game, but nope, it's VR, so sure is yeah and they've they've said that like this is going to open up them like to do more half-life stuff so then like that has me curious like what they mean but then again it's that means that they're not going to do anything yeah it's yeah this is you know it opens the door we could do more and then you know i think like the quote later yeah it was like we're not like this isn't the end of like half-life releases or something and it was like all right cool so you're gonna make people wait another fucking 10 years for (laughs) something i guess i don't know it's um like bizarre but sure hell why not also they like i hope they didn't fucking kill valley of the gods i don't know did you hear any of the, the stuff behind that uh yeah isn't like campo santo or something one of the ones that are doing this so campo santo got bought out by valve and steam basically so their dev team was like working exclusively on Valley of the Gods, which was their the new title that they showed off at yeah. last year's E3. Obviously, a very anticipated release because Firewatch, you know, won a lot of awards the year it came out. It was very good. Um, like over the course of the past few months, a lot of like the lead designers and devs for Valley of the Gods, like in their Twitter bios, it would say like you know working on Valley of the Gods like at Valve or whatever. That like everyone's bio started to change to other things like designer at valve not designing blah 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 for valley of gods just became designer of Valve. like yeah i saw that yeah somebody like put together like four or five screenshots of all this like of all different dev team people and then half-life alex got announced and there was like a little vid doc that they did and i think that they asked them specifically about this game and they're like yeah we had to like move assets around to like you know to finish the project so immediately my head was like great they fucking killed the Campo Santo and like <laughs> what they wanted to do. So, which like, hey, I'm you know I'm sure these people are they're fine. They have a job, but still, like, you know, 
That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Because that game looked really cool. Yeah, Firewatch is also very good. Yeah, man. <coughs> oh, God. But, Pat, uh, let's get into some off-topic, because I have questions for you. Okay. You are caught up on Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, six episodes into this season of The Watchmen. What do you think? It's so good, dude. I'm, like, thoroughly impressed with how good it actually is. Yeah, right? Like, I kind of went in, like, with... I was, like, you know, excited, but a little skeptical. Um, But <clears throat> I have not been disappointed by a single episode. No. I think so. it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's great TV. Uh, Lube Man, President 2022. <laughs> uh, I love that Lube Man is a thing, and then it, you don't hear or see from Lube Man. Lube, Lube Man is a thing, episodes. and then he's just nothing. Like, he's like, like Disappears into that f- sewer, and then that's it. <laughs> such a what-the-fuck moment, and then Yo, they just got nothing from it. It's so <laughs> it's good. It's so funny. I uh, The last two episodes, uh, the one specifically that focused on Looking Glass... And then episode six, which was the most recent, which focused on um, who to justice. justice. Those episodes, man, like it's fucking incredible, Ooh. incredible episodes of television. Yeah, man. And who to justice one? I feel like is going to win awards. I hope so. Really Dude, good I, stuff. Man. I texted you after watching, like, yo, if this doesn't get nominated for stuff, <laughs> I'm gonna be so fucking annoyed. Yeah, like, that's um the the guy that's like, I, you know, obviously, I think he wrote, he's directing a lot of the the episodes and he's writing a lot of the stuff like. It is uh david lindoff i think is his name and he also lindelof. did he also did the leftovers for hbo yeah. and that show was fucking incredible it just plain and simple just a very very good tv show mm-hmm. so just the fact that they're just letting him just like you know yeah you yeah. know your shit man go crazy here yeah deep thing it's uh watchman is um and like i'm somebody like I, I read you know the graphic novel years ago and like didn't really revisit it i thought it was good and I like the Zack Snyder movie for what it was, you know, it's was, you know, it was fine, but this is just the fact that it's just using that source material in such a unique way yeah. and it's so different is, um, it's really cool. I want everybody to check it out. It's awesome. It's a very good, very good form of media. For sure. I'm also caught up on Silicon Valley. My man. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm going to be sad when that show is, is done. Uh, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm going to be bummed, too. I'm glad I have, like, HBO now because I could just – if I really wanted to, I could just go back and watch the show yeah. whenever I feel like it. Yeah, there was um there was some stuff in that last episode of Silicon Valley that had me, like, really laughing. Like, just <laughs> some really good shit. So, uh, the uh, – like, it's that's, like, such a good cast of characters, too. And, like, yeah. the fact that that show has lasted as long as it has six seasons is pretty remarkable. Yep. So – uh, can, but I'm gonna miss Jared. <laughs> I will. Yeah, same. Jared. I will die on the hill. Guilfoyle is one of my favorite television characters. How good like was the chess? The- <laughs> oh, it was great. <laughs> uh, him, becoming, him becoming like quote unquote friends with John. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, do you need me to do anything else? Nope. Okay. Okay. And he just sits there quietly. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh man. man. Awesome. Such good Love stuff. Love it. Silicon Valley was great. So I know you got haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet, but I watched watched The Irishman the other day. Yeah. Um, Wasn't man. quite ready to commit three <laughs> hours of my life to that. <laughs> yeah, That's so. a really hard movie to recommend to people just because of how fucking long it is. 
but um, uh, it's it, it ha, tough. It's it's uh, I don't like I, I don't know what to say about the Irishman. I want to say that I loved it and it was just like this incredible piece of cinema, just because Scorsese did it and you know he's a f- just masterclass in terms of a director and the it's just like a who's who of great actors. I mean Pacino, Scorsese, uh, Pesci. It's just it's like you go down the list of just talent it's and they all really flex you know it's it's great it's but it you know some of it's a little bizarre because like the the story itself um you know de niro's character is supposed to be like in his 30s but he's being played by a 75 year old man so de-aged him it's a little bizarre but um it's it's crazy that he was able to make it and kind of get away with the things that he did um it's also a fucking three-hour movie that premiered on netflix so yeah bizarre uh, everything i've heard about is that it's very good i would say the only person that he's missing in that cast is ray liotta yeah oh yeah <laughs> so but, there's like uh, i mean know, it's just like know. i said there's a who's who of cameos from like just old mob movies man just people popping well, up playing uh, new characters so ray romano's in there which is weird he's yeah. so good is he <laughs> yo good. so action bronson's in there <laughs> is he really yeah he's got a cameo awesome. oh god there's a lot of people in that man Sweet. it's um yeah, Irishman was really cool. So, yeah, I'm excited uh, to watch it when I actually do watch it. Yeah, I mean, if you if you ever any old mobster movies, if you love you know Casino or Goodfellas or Godfather, any of those, man, I, I like mean, all those movies. Irishman will definitely be right up your alley. Um, the it's based on the book. Um, so I heard you paint houses, hmm. uh, which obviously is the like the 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 full story on these characters. Um, my dad read it and then he actually finished watching the movie today and he said that it was, you know, he thought it was really good. Obviously, you know, one of those, like the book is still better, but you know, the movie does justice and is a good, you know, Mm -hmm. so one of those word, man, any, uh, anything else off topic you would like to, um, no, I gave you like four movies to watch. I have to watch those movies. (laughs) I'm oh God. I there's so much content of things and just shit to do, man. I gotta. I want to play the Star Wars game. I gotta watch the fucking Star Wars show that's <coughs> out right now. Oh yeah, yeah I've been watching that. It's great. Mandalorian, Mandalorian really good. Baby Yoda, I'm all about it. Fuck. See, was that that thing that last week Andrew was trying to like talk to you about, but he didn't want to spoil it, and he was like, mm-hmm. oh, that thing that happens at the end of that episode. I'm assuming. Baby Yoda gets oh, revealed yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end of an episode. I don't think he's just yeah. fucking chilling there in like middle yeah, middle yeah, yeah. scene. Like, what is that yeah. little guy? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a thing. Okay, uh, I'll so, get there. Maybe I'll start I mean, that tomorrow. If you haven't started watching The Mandalorian yet, I know for a fact that you have seen Baby Yoda somewhere. Of on the course, internet, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, because you can't escape. That's him. the. That's so. why I want to like make Mandalorian a priority. Is just because people can't help themselves. With yeah. posting shit like that on the internet, yeah. so <clears throat> I mean it's very it is a very very good show. Pedro Pascal fucking kills it. Um, but did, I mean when did they reveal that he was playing? Uh, a little while before the show came out, I think. I think, I think when they announced when they announced that the show was happening, I think is when they said they because like a little while after that they were like, oh yeah, Pedro Pascal's doing it. Okay, yeah, because I remember I saw the cast and I you know obviously there's a lot of people in it that I was like really excited for. And I didn't see his name up until like the first episode aired, and I was like, "Was that like a secret that he was be playing that?" No, I, feel, I I I knew that he was him going into the show. I just don't remember where I heard it from. Hmm. 
Also, a weird thing, Bryce Dallas Howard directed the most recent episode. I did huh. not know that she did any amount of directing ever. That's cool. It was weird. I saw her name pop up at the end. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good episode, too, so I guess that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That always uh, That's always a good sign, right? <clears throat> yeah. All right, that's uh, I think that kind of wraps it up. Um, you know, kind of, kind of went over all the stuff we wanted to talk about this week. You know, that's how we usually do it. You know, we go over all the things that we wanted to talk. We just, about uh, and no, just, Dan you know, to talk about the 15 games he's probably played. So, but uh, yeah. he'll be back. He'll Fuck be back him. next week. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot today was Friday. I don't think he forgot. I think Dan I don't think is. So yeah, he's a I fucking just, liar. You know, it's 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 okay. We'll we'll let him. You know, we'll put him on notice. But we'll it's pro- not okay. But we'll, we'll probably fine, we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. Sure. All right. Uh, so as always, thank you guys so much for listening. This is another episode of the OK Gamers podcast. And enjoy the remainder of your lives. Bye, everybody. Bye.